0: Thank you for listening to the Direction for Life broadcast with Drs. Herbert and Marsha Bailey. We'd love to have you at any of our three campuses. In Columbia, join us at 3506 Broad River Road. If you're in Orangeburg, meet us at 990 Willington Drive. In Florence, join us at 1507 West King Avenue. For more information, including service times, visit rdci.info. We hope you enjoy today's broadcast. Today's message is a legacy of faith by Dr. Marsha Bailey.
1: So here he's telling me that you have what it takes. Say this. I have what it takes. So he says, I need you to take that faith. And you fan the flame. You fan, you breathe on that gift. And And so if you look at it, he talks about, I think in the first book of Timothy, he says that there was a prophet war with the prophecy. That you receive from the laying on of hands. Then he tells them in 2 Timothy. To fan it with your faith. With what you receive from the laying on of hands. So he's saying. There's a gift. That God imparted in you. When prophetic people. Anointed people. Call people. Pray for you. I need you. Not to bring them every plan you think you need. God gave you something. Can you come up? Can, can you give me a plan? Can you talk to me about my plan? Can you give me five steps to the plan? We lay hands on you. We ignited something on the inside of you. Now it's up to you to take your faith. And breathe on that thing. And, and, and fan it. And you say, well, it don't don't comparisons is a dangerous thing. When it, when it don't look like what I see on social media. Well, don't look like that. Fan it, girl. Fan it, brother. Breathe on that thing. <laughs> throw some wood on it. You fan it. We can't throw the wood on it for you. We can't breathe on it for you. We can't stand there and do it for you. We giving you through the preached word. And what we're giving to you by the spirit of faith, the ability to make this thing what it's called to be. Lift your hands right now. I believe the spirit of the Lord is breathing on you, giving you insight, giving you ideas, giving you creativity, taking you to the next level of your faith because you need next level faith to handle and to execute what God's giving you in this season. By the spirit of the Lord, breathe on them. Breathe on them, Holy Ghost. Impact them in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Praise your name. Glory to God. So, I didn't give you the topic. Subject, legacy of faith, y'all. Legacy of faith. Legacy of faith. That's what Timothy had working for him. And that's what you have working for you. A legacy of faith. Legacy of faith is when your faith lives... Beyond the season, beyond your lifetime, beyond a generation, it leaves fruit. Something tangible people can see. This is what my people created. This is what my people did. Leaves fruit and the faith speaks to the next generation. It speaks. What am I saying? There's things that I'm hearing about my family that I don't have proof to. Cause they didn't tell me, but it's in me. You say, well, you "Eh, don't make no sense, right? Well, if you can do some natural things to ignite, Negative medical history in your life. Because it's in your bloodline. If cardiac disease is in your bloodline, okay, um, diabetes in your bloodline, your grandmother, your uncle, and boy, that's why you fill out the medical history, right? 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 When you go to the doctors, and then he takes your test and he looks at you, he you says, oh, You're good, but I see the potential to contract, to pick up. High blood pressure. I see the potential of high blood pressure getting on you. Because your father had, and then sometimes it has nothing to do with what you eat. They say it's genetic, right? It's genetic. So we understand that naturally, genetically, right? But when it comes to the things of God, like, you know, that don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. I'm telling you, this gifts. The, in your family bloodline, that God wants to ignite in this generation. Because God's word is forever settled in heaven. When He calls the family, He creates family, He speaks over them. The word says in Psalms 139 that when I formed you in your mother's womb, He's I laid my hand the blessing on you. I laid my hand, I hemmed you up and before. I know your beginning from your end. All my, your days are written in my book. God knows all about you, but it's not just all about you. It's all about you through the lens of your family. So there's things that maybe your mother shouldn't have done, but she should have done, but she hasn't done. It's still in the family tree. It's in the lineage. It's in the bloodline. Psalms 145 and 4 says, let each generation, Bishop, been quoting this. Tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. So what should happen to us, it shouldn't be as hard as it is for me because my mother didn't proclaim the acts. I got to search your mouth through the spirit of the Lord. And so what we should tell our children, you know what, when they going through things, they say, you know what? There was a time when me and your dad, we didn't know where our next was going to come, but we believed God and we stayed faithful to tithing. And God opened up a door. He gave us insight. He gave us an idea. We didn't know how he was going to do it. We, I needed a new a, a house and I needed an office space. And this is our story here. And we had to move and we didn't have the money to move. And God gave me an idea in my sleep of having a garage sale. I wake up and say, hey, Marshall, we're going to have a garage sale. Me said, how are we going to have a garage sale? We didn't advertise it. He said, I don't know, but we're going to have one today. I'm not going to let natural things stop me from here doing what God told me to do in my sleep. Come on. Come on. So I was like, oh, hey, we grabbing stuff. Some stuff, it didn't make any sense to me. He tried to take Kendra's bed. Kendra, now she, she was just sleeping in the bed that morning. She don't need this anymore, Marsh. I'm like, yes, yeah, she does. She was. That's her toddler bed. We don't have another one as of yet. He <laughs> looked good. He grabbed it, taking it out, and you know I'm like, we gotta bring it back. We gotta find some other stuff. But after this garage sale, we had all the money we need yes. to move in the house. Don't allow natural resistance, opposition, limitation stop you from following the voice of God. God will make a way. God told you he, gonna, he got a plan for you. He got an idea to do. So my psalmist today is that you look to live out your faith in a big way. That it impacts generation. That you look to live out your faith in a big way. That you will look at the blessings, the gifts, and callings that God has ordained for your family that you must access by faith. That you look at your faith lineage and find one, and, if you don't have one, and get faith impartation. Find one. Man, when we came into the things of God, and God was calling us to live to a whole other level of faith, Now, mind you, it's like, and I start thinking about that. It's like, you know, I I had a grandmother who was saved. She went to the same church that Bishop Scotland Bailey came out of. The uh, Apostle Artura Skinner was their pastor. My grandmother took me to the church when I was a little child, but my mother and my father was not saved. My grandmother did not proclaim the works of God. She knew the works of God because I was challenged with my vision. And Arturo Skinner was known for healing and miracles. And I'll never forget when I showed up at church. And this line that went around this huge, humongous building. And I remember this, this intimidating voice. And I remember going like this, oh, Lord. He getting ready to hurt me. I'm scared people. He yelling at them. I'll, and i never forget this little girl looking at, up at this huge man and him laying hands on me. She knew of power, but didn't talk to me about the power. And she talked to me about the power. I would have been a step ahead of discovering how to work the power. But I had to get on my knees. I had to go through the word of God. I had to encounter certain things to discover the power. What I'm saying, don't keep your mouth shut. We have to boldly proclaim and talk about the things of God and the faith of God. So we have to move. This is the Lord saying, move the chain. Move the chain. I keep hearing this in the spirit of the Lord. Move the chain. And I had to look it up. I was at a football game and they say, move the chain. And that's a football term when it talks about moving a chain so the team can get the first down. Some of you... This is new. You don't have anybody other than yourself and the church or or us as pastors or what have you hearing about the word of God. You said, man, I don't have no mama. Father, talk to me about such and such and such and such. That's the right. God said, move the chain. Get the first down for your family. Get the first down. And some of you say, well, you know what? My mother talked about this. My father talked about that. But they fumbled the ball. Attacks attacks, warfare, cause them to lose a momentum. Cause moving the chain also describes a project of the next step, the next step, especially when there's lost momentum. For one reason or another, there's lost momentum. Your family might've lost momentum because there's a break in salvation of family of faith as believers. Or we can collectively say as the church, as a kingdom church, we lost some momentum. So right now, as God's people, God has placed on us to move the chain. I keep hearing this in the heavens. Marsha, you got to move the chain. The church got to move the chain. Satan has caused many of us to fumble the ball, backslid. Jesus don't really exist. Did somebody existed before him a thousand years ago, what has happened they have heard something, what went down caused them to question. So many bad things happen to people, I don't believe God's principles are true anymore. I don't believe in tithing, I don't believe in this, I don't believe in that. Because why did this person die? Why did this happen? Why did that happen? They fumbling the ball, they fumbled in the ball. And they causing now, we lost momentum, we lost We lost able, the ability to gain ground. And to hear me by the Spirit of the Lord. Boldly proclaim to one generation to the, to the next. Stop allowing your brothers and sisters in Christ. Look at the ball they fumble. I don't believe in tithing anymore. I don't believe in coming to church anymore. I don't believe in serving God anymore. I don't believe in volunteering anymore. I don't believe in giving. You're like, wow, look at them. Open your mouth. Proclaim the works of God. He's a good God. He's a faithful God. He's able to do exceeding, abundantly, above all we can ask or think. He's still sitting on a throne. He's ruling. He's reigning. I know you're having a hard time right now. But listen, we've been made do it for a night. Joy comes in the morning. Come with me. Come with me. We got to go to church. We are listening to people complain, whine, spit doubt, fear, unbelief in your ministry that you're a leader over. Open your mouth, telling you got to serve God here. You may not believe God, but you are not talking about anything that does not is does not say Jesus is Lord. I don't care what's going on with your soul, but up in here, as for me and my ministry, that God made me a leader of, we're gonna serve the Lord. And you got to find a seat, find something that you that point of disagreement or discipline yourself to keep your mouth shut. Got to move the chain. 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 So what I'm looking at, okay, I'm looking at the first team, you know, the first team, you know. I got to look. At the, I'm looking at the first team. God called us you non-offensive know, here. Are you gonna do your job? Are you gonna run it? I know they're bigger. Are you gonna big, Are you gonna put your head down? Are you gonna focus? Are you going to fumble the ball? i never forget there was a game. My son and they were playing uh, Ben Limpin, and it was tight. And, I, and we, they were getting ready to lose the game. And i never forget they were in a huddle. And they said, we need this basket. And i never forget my son said, give me the ball, coach. Give me the ball. He said, are you going to make the shot? He said, yes, I'm going to make the shot. Give me the ball. It's pressure time. And I know it's uncomfortable. He said, they're all going to come for you. But he said, give me the ball. I'm not going to drop it. I'm not gonna fumble it. And I hear heaven say, can I give you this ball? Many of us want greatness. We want to do all kinds of stuff, but can I give you the ball? Are you gonna fumble it? Are you gonna drop it? Are you gonna let who's not doing what distract you? Are you, are you gonna run with it? Are you gonna poke fade with it? Are you gonna jump shot it? Are you gonna pivot with it? Are you gonna dig down with it? And God says, strong faith. Stop crying about the opposition. Stop crying about how hard it is. Stop crying about you don't have this. God says you got what it takes. It's in you. It's in you. It's in you. It's in you. I remember I never get. We didn't know where we were going to go for church. We showed up one day and they called us and said we need to find another place to go to worship. We didn't cry. Right. We said, Marsha, I'm at work. I need you to find some place. What did I do? I didn't say, oh my God. Oh my God, I got all these kids. Mommy. Mommy. Mommy, Taylor doing this, Tyler doing this, Mommy, what I do? Y'all all all be quiet. I gotta get on this phone, call some places, some venues, and find out when we're gonna have church that Sunday. I don't know what date, it was a Thursday. I said, I gotta call folks. I said, I can't say what am I gonna do? I and at that time I never did anything like that before. But there was stuff in my past that equipped me to make some calls. Come on now. I never forget when I was working and volunteering in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, they maybe the education director and told me, we have no money to give you for your department, but we want all these bells and whistles. Make it great, be great. But how I'm gonna do that, get donations. Call people. Show up for people. I need paint. Find a paint store. So what did I do? Call paint stores. Hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm trying to do. We need some paint. I never forget how all kinds of paint, all colors paint. And I made all kinds of stuff on the wall. It might not made any sense, but you say, give me some paint. I painted those walls. What did I do? I drew from my experience of faith. I drew from stepping out, doing nothing that I didn't think I had the capacity or skill to do. I'm an introvert by nature, y'all. I don't like really talking. I'm fine in the back seat. I'm good. I could come here and sit back here and be all comfortable. Here, sometimes I do. My husband's like, Pastor Marcia, can you come up here? I'm like, I am good. I'm good if you speak to me and I'm good if you don't speak to me. Because <laughs> I know who knows my name. <laughs> I know who knows my name. So it's how it gets settled. That's what Paul was telling Timothy. I see your faith. You're good. You've been through some stuff. Your family's been through your stuff. You got experience with God. It's authentic. It's anchored in God being God. You can handle what's coming against you. And so what I'm saying this season, you got to be able to say, God, I know what I need to do. So I pick up the phone. We found a place and we worship God. Opposition would show up even if God spoke to you, sat on the edge of your bed, told you. A, uh, uh, Gabriel <laughs> he said, this is the way. You need to go this way. All heaven hosts yelling at you. God's on you. God's with you. And opposition will still show up. And it does not mean you miss God. It means you got to draw from your faith. Draw from your faith. So we're moving the chain as a ministry. We're moving the chain into the realm of the spirit, into the supernatural. Because God's glory will fill the earth. God's sending revival. Signs, wonders, and miracles are going to be the stamp of God's people. So we're moving the chain. So everybody has to take a look at who am I connected to? Who is in my faith line? who. Who speaks into my life? Will it feed me what I need to move the chain? I never forget. And I talk about spiritual impartation, spirit of faith. He says, "With hands laid on you. I'm not going to get really far here. I'm going to get very quick. Hands laid on you. I never forget the time we were broke, struggling. That's under struggle. But we heard the word of faith. My God, my God. Pastor Donald teaching this word of faith and he, would have this, he had this conference. I'll never forget it. It was pivotal. So when we say we can even have a conference that's life-changing, pivotal, we're not trying to say that because we just want y'all in the seats to make us feel good. We're speaking from an experience that we showed up at a conference that changed our lives. And so uh, pa- uh, 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 Pastor Leroy Thompson, at the time he preached a money cometh, that word exploded in the body of Christ. And he was from Louisiana and he was uh, and he had all these ministers and pastors. This place was packed with a minister and leaders conference. And he was preaching the word and people were kind of dismissing him because, see, you know, he's, he's Creole. I understand that my father's cre- people Creole. My father's from Louisiana. And so I I, I got, and and, and so he was feeling despised and dismissed because his presentation wasn't like everybody else. We got quit that. And he said, I never get, he grabbed the side of the podium. He said, I know I'm this and this and this, but I tell you, I have an anointing on my life that will break poverty off your back. You'll be broke no more tears streaming down his face he said, come on, everybody line up. I'm going to pray for you. And man, the power of God erupted in that place. We came running out of our seats. We're standing on the line. we standing next. I'm standing next to my husband. I'm looking down the line. I said, oh, my God. He's slapping heaven, hell. Create everything out of people. I said, oh, snap. And you hear it. This man is about six feet tall. He's a big dude. Hey, big. Take it. I come against poverty. Hit that number. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> Need more. Kept me on the line. Some of y'all ain't sick and tired of being sick and tired of your situation. And need more is not bad enough because somebody say something, you get offended, you don't show up. You stop coming. But need more kept my husband and us right there. And he was before me. And I said, oh, I think he coming for my husband. <laughs> I, never get, I think he looked at him. I think he saw that broke demon. He said, man, that's entrenched on the inside of him. Got him got him hostage. <laughs> he looked at him. I said, oh, he said, I do he forget. He said, I said, this is not going to be pretty. And he took his arm back. And then I said, I'm on your side, Pastor Leroy. Get him. Get him. Yeah. Get the poverty spirit and, and let him know. And he slapped him and he went down. He did hit me hard. I said, thank you, Jesus. He just laughed. <left>. I'm <laughs> good, man of God. By faith. I only say the word and I shall receive. You don't have to touch me at all. Just say the word. Just say the word. I followed my husband, Lee. I went down with him. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. something happened. It broke. I want to let y'all know that was the last day that broke had a hold on our life. We left that meeting even though our checking account was still the same. We knew something opened up in heaven. We knew something shifted. We knew something was released We was like, this is the last broke day of our lives. We'll never be broke another day in our lives. We came back to the city of Columbia with prosperity in our soul. Come on now. In our mind, in our will, and in our emotions. Not just in our heart. We was ready to carry out the word of prosperity. And that was when things shifted in our lives. What happened? We got a faith impartation. You got to recognize who God places in your life. What was in danger of happening? Us as ministers and leaders dismissing him as just a mere man. With with an eighth grade education, he said. Making him natural. Within him... He had so much ability and authority to handle what was on our lives. And I want to let you know in this season, if you don't ask God to invade your mind, give you understanding who God placed in your life, you're going to miss the move of God. You're going to miss what God is doing in this season. God is bringing his people into a place. Where there's no more lack. Come on now. He says, I'm bringing you into a good land, a land flowing with milk and honey. But you got to understand who I placed before you to lead you into this place. And I'm not just talking about us. You may be from another church, your pastor or your mentor or your mother or your father. But you got to shift what you see so you can move the chain. Move the chain. Because God wants us to have a faith that leaves legacy.
0: The 2021 Direction Conference was three days of life-changing worship, word, and multi-generational faith. Conference hosts, Bishop Herbert Bailey and Dr. Marsha Bailey, along with conference guests, Bishop Rosie O'Neill, Pastor John Jenkins, and Pastor Mark Baker, took us to another level in our faith especially the faith that we pass down to generations after us. And you need to get that word today. To order today's message or the conference package, call 877-798-5433 or order online at www.rightdirection.info. Ask for the 2021 Direction Conference. As we continue to socially distance, be sure to stay connected with us online. Stream our services on Facebook and YouTube, as well as rdci.info via the Watch Live tab. Sunday morning services are at 7.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and our website. Wednesday Bible Study airs at 12 noon and 7 p.m. Friday, Women's Bible Study airs at 12 noon via Facebook Live. Consider connecting with us as a partner or an iChurch member. More information about our partnership and iChurch member services can be found on our website at rdci.info. For consistent updates and encouragement, connect with us on social media through Facebook at Right Direction Church International and on Twitter and Instagram at the RDCI Right Direction Ministries, transforming lives and impacting generations.